Apex friends and neighbors. This is the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese, and welcome to our inaugural episode. We offer a warm welcome to visitors and fans of Apex. Come one, come all. We're glad to have you. We're going to talk about a lot of topics of the town on this podcast over the coming episodes. That starts with today's show. We'll feature the leaders and events that make Apex the peak of good living. We'll learn about businesses like restaurants, shops, boutiques, art studios, and even some of the breweries right here in town. We'll talk with business owners about how they got started and why they chose Apex. We'll talk with town leaders about a range of issues from parks and rec programs and cultural arts events to the latest policy developments. We'll also talk about all the great outdoor festivals and gatherings we have throughout the year right here in Apex, and we'll have a great time doing it. We're proud to have the support of the Apex Downtown Business Association. You can learn more about the ADBA by visiting apexdowntown.com. And today we get a chance to hear from the longtime president of the association, J.C. Knowles, who's also the official ambassador of the town of Apex. He's two-time Apex Citizen of the Year, winner of the 2016 Think Apex Award. Uh, he's also a recipient of the Order of the Longleaf Pine, one of the most prestigious awards here in the state of North Carolina. JC, it's a pleasure to have you in the studio today. It's my pleasure to be with you and certainly with the inaugural issue of the podcast. And I'm looking forward to working with you. And in behalf of the ADBA, I would like to say thank you for taking this project on. And uh, we look forward to working with you for a long, long time. Well, thank you. This is a, a great joy. And uh, this town has a, a great story to tell. And on today's show, we're going to kick off with a profile of the town of Apex. Some things will be familiar to people who've been here a long time, while others will learn something new about the town. I know that many of the neighbors that I have uh, are from elsewhere and maybe have just moved into town. And so we'll jump around a little bit, but we'll talk about the past, present, and future outlook of the town of Apex. Let's jump right in, JC. Apex is often described as an old North Carolina railroad town, but it's so much more than that. It's a community with great schools, great weather, great economy, and just a, a wonderful community to live in. It's a friendly and outgoing place. Give me your sales pitch or your elevator pitch on the peak of good living. What do you tell people about Apex when you're out and about as town ambassador or president of the ADBA or even out of state somewhere? Well, I love to talk to people about uh, Apex in general, but also feature our downtown, our historic downtown. It is listed as a historic district. Uh, and we have pulled ourselves up by bootstraps several times. But uh, in 2016, we can be proud that Apex was named last year as the number one town to live in in the entire United States. And I love to tell people that. And, of course, a lot of people react, particularly those from other states that come in to visit their grandchildren or they may be thinking of relocating here. And they say, well, you know, the thing about it, when I walk around Apex, it reminds me of my hometown. And that is the that's character. When people tell you that, that's character. And so uh, I we have anything really that anybody would want for the enjoyment of life. And what we don't have, the surrounding towns, the Research Triangle, Durham, Chapel Hill, with uh, UNC, NC State, Duke, and uh, even down in Fayetteville with the big army. It's within easy driving time if we don't have it. But uh, we're, we're proud of what we have accomplished and what we have on the drawing board to accomplish in the future because they say within 10, 15 years, Apex will double its population. And today it's about 43,000. 
Wow. All right. Well, let's say I'm one of those many newcomers to Apex that I just talked about. We're a growing town after all, as you just mentioned. Take us on a quick virtual tour of Apex. What's a day look like for an Apex insider like you? Start with breakfast. Where am I headed? Well, uh, probably the first thing you'd want to do, head down 55 to Dallas's restaurant. They really do have the best breakfast and best ham biscuits that you'll ever put your mouth to. And uh, from there, we could come on into downtown. And uh, by that time, the stores are open. It'll give you a chance to visit the, some of the most unique boutiques uh, and uh, visit in there. You can go over to the community center, uh, particularly if, you, if you're a citizen of Apex. If you're a senior, they have specific programs there on a daily basis. Then for lunch, you could come down to, let's say, Anna's Pizzeria for a good New York pizza, particularly to our northern visitors. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, of course, you could travel around to the different parks we have in Apex. For night supper, we recommend, this, again, our downtown historical district, the Blistered Pig, the Peak City Grill. So... Those places, and you can round out a wonderful day. And then for evening, there's always something going on. They have a movie house here with 20 different movies every day. And so you can spend a good full day in, in Apex and say, I'm tired. That sounds like a great day, JC, but no skateboarding at the Rogers Family Skate Plaza or, or even maybe... Oh, oh, yes. And you know, incidentally... <laughs> um, at the town council meeting, the town council voted to keep Rogers Family Skate Park Plaza open 24 hours a day. Wow. That is fantastic. And that is really fantastic. Now, uh, I looked on Facebook this morning. A couple of people wanted to know, why do you have to keep it open 24 hours a day? You know, people, are, are they skating 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning? We just invite people to ride by. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of children that have to work during the day and the only time they can get out. And that skate park, uh, is one of the great features. Uh, it's only been, it's not been open a year yet, but we have people coming from everywhere, uh, to skate in that park. That's a welcoming place. And, uh, maybe we could do that on day two of our, uh, virtual tour of Apex yeah. and maybe, uh, maybe even play around a disc golf at the nature park. Uh, let's talk about some of the events around town for a minute, because that'll be a nice setup for topics we'll discuss on later episodes. Tell me about that. Well, our, our downtown uh, programs, festivals, the first weekend in May, we have Peak Fest, which is sponsored by the town. And it's been going on for about 30 years. We have street vendors. We have music, uh, food trucks everything you would want for a real spring festival. Then a little bit later on, the Sunrise Rotary Club has their Pig Fest, which is an international barbecue competition event. Uh, and again, the street is crowded. We This past year event, uh, we had the largest crowd, as far as we know, to ever assemble downtown. We had about 30,000 people over the course of two days. And that is remarkable that, uh, and of course, the international people in the Kansas City Barbecue Organization, uh, they highly recommend this. And it, it is a great tournament. And of course, you can get to eat all the barbecue you want. And then, of course, we have a program, our Founders Day program. Next year, we're going to have a uh, chili cooking contest. 
and uh, we're going to talk about the history of the town. We'll probably have a Civil War reenactment uh, because troops from the Civil War did come through this area. And uh, so that's going to be a big event for next year. Also, we have our Christmas on Salem Street in the first Saturday in December. We kick it off on Friday night, closing the street. We light the town Christmas tree. The ADBA has carriage rides, pictures with Santa Claus. Then the Apex Rotary Club, uh, they have two pancake breakfasts a year, one at Peak Fest in May and then the first Saturday in December from 7 to 11 o'clock. And that has become over the years a real family event. And then, of course, on Saturday night, the Apex Rotary Club sponsors the Christmas parade. Then Sunday, the Apex Historical Society has a home tour. They generally have about five homes every year, well decorated at Christmas, and uh, those tours are very highly successful. So uh, we have a lot of festivals going on in Apex, and these are the things that's downtown. That's incredible. That's I don't know how you keep up with all that, or well, much less the uh, the people of Apex. That sounds like a lot to do. Well, it's a lot to do, but when you enjoy it, it doesn't seem like a lot. Absolutely. We'll talk more about some of the town's history that you actually just mentioned uh, a minute ago, whether it's the events or even uh, the historical aspects of this town. And you're actually our lead town historian as well. Are you okay with taking on that title? Well, people say that, but I, I don't. <laughs> the Holloman brothers, their father was a apex historian, and they followed in their daddy's boots. And they have published two books on the history of Apex. I call them Apex's real historians. I'm just a jack leg, really. I have enjoyed researching Apex history. I've enjoyed talking about it. I've enjoyed teaching a course about it. And uh, I just love Apex. I've been associated with Apex for 62 years. That is fantastic. Okay, well, give us a quick snapshot of Apex history. You know, how do we get our town name uh, and what do we used to call this place? Well, the original name for the area, which was unofficial, was called Log Pond. Uh, research and history, we found a man had a sawmill here, and uh, there was a pond next to it. So people would bring in their lumber and they would soak it in the pond uh, to keep it from drying out. They wanted the, the rosin and the pine and tar from it. And uh, so... The name just got, well, where are you going? I'm going to the log pond. And that is what people called it. And that was in the 1860s. Now, the Chatham Railroad decided they wanted a railroad through this area. But when the Civil War started in 1861, it stopped. But they realized that, and most people don't realize it, that south of us, about 35 miles, was one of the largest coal fields in the country. <laughs> and... uh the Confederacy realized that they needed coal for steamships and all. So they built a railroad on down to that area. And then they transported it up to this area. From where our train station is now, which is now the Chamber of Commerce, from the down to the end at Haywood, North Carolina, a little community called Haywood, and that enters into history. There was an 18-mile grade so with steam engines, and they weren't the best steam engines in the world, by the time they got to the top of that grade, 18-mile grade, which they listed as the apex of the grade, top of the hill, uh, they had to take on more water. And so they put a big water tank there. And uh, 
around 1873, um, a gentleman by the name of Mann had a store beside the railroad track. He was unhappy the way Raleigh delivered the mail. If it rained, they didn't come. We figured if he was on vacation, he didn't come. <laughs> But he got fed up with it, so he wrote to the United States Postal Service and said that this area would love to have a post office. So they granted him that, but they said, what do you want to call it? So they got together and they decided, because all of the railroad maps and everything had here, Apex, they said, well, let's call it Apex. And that's how Apex got its name. And that was in 1873, correct? 1873. Excellent. Well, speaking of uh, Apex, Log Pond, and, and other names, one of the most heated debates in town divides people across age, neighborhood, and even political spectrum, JC. But I have to ask, if someone is from Cary, they're called a Caryite. Someone's from, let's say, Wilmington, they're called a Wilmingtonian. What is what do we call ourselves? What do, what are people from Apex called? I say it's Apex Ike. So Apex Ike. Ike. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll have. Guests I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that a lot of people you know may want to call it something else, but uh, it, it's really hard. That really don't ring a bell. But I don't know what else you would call. Well, your your vote is now cast. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have other guests later who uh, may agree with you or uh, may may, ta- may take a different position. But uh, one of the things that I think makes Apex a great place to live is is the small town vibe that you mentioned earlier and that ingrained sense of civic duty and responsibility and giving back to the community. Talk for a minute about what it means to be a citizen of Apex. This is a place where you're well involved in many organizations, and, and many of the people here in Apex are involved in their community. What's that all about? Well, we do. We, we have a tremendous chamber of commerce with local members that are interested in not only the history and the business of it, but also the political end of it. Uh, they just really get involved. The Chamber of Commerce has many, many programs throughout the year with speakers. We have Wake Up Apex, where our town officials give us an annual report. We have the mayor's report. Uh, we just started something new, which I am delighted to see. And uh, that is a community uh, get-together, talking with town officials so that you can, you know, you can go to a town council meeting. They don't want you to speak more than three minutes. So with this type of meeting, you can say what you need to say. And it's not in a formal basis like you're on record with the uh, town officials and all. So that is something we started new. But Apex has just so many. We have some of the best civic clubs you'll find around. And they are very active in their programs. Uh, the Lions Club of Apex, they have a big fish fry every year, community fish fry. The, as I mentioned earlier, the Rotary Club has a two pancake breakfast and a Christmas parade. The Sunrise Rotary Club, they sponsored Pig Fest. Uh, and, of course, they participate heavily in Western Wake Crisis Ministry. Uh, I, this year, from the proceeds, they gave them uh, $10,000 which helps the needy of our area. The, and we can't brag too much about the Western Wake Crises Ministry. It is the people in love, Apex, and they they do a tremendous job. They will have, I believe it's next week, 
a ribbon cutting of a brand new facility that has been built specially for them because they distribute food to the needy here and uh, people donate money. They pay people's light bills if they can't pay it. So it, this whole community is involved. I think it's a wonderful thing that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like big box stores, but uh, Costco just came in recently. We had a grand opening for them, but they're already involved in the community. They want to give back because they know their support is going to come from the community. And so we do, we just have a, a fun loving community. Uh, you can go on a Friday night to the football game at Apex High School. The stands are full of people. They support our high schools uh, and our other schools. So we have everything. We have it all. Fantastic. Back to the town's history, JC. You cover some of these topics in your print publication called The Gazette. And folks, you can pick that up at several locations throughout town. Uh, I know I grabbed mine at Mark's Coffee Shop, Common Grounds, right here on Salem Street downtown. And we'll have him on the show soon, uh, actually, to talk about some of his exciting news. Uh, but back to the town's history, Apex has gone through a handful of phases, as you mentioned earlier, dating back to its inception. Nearly didn't make it at one point, bounced back in a big way a few times. Pick back up on some of that early history and, and take us up to today. All right. Well, as I mentioned, 1873 was our date of birth for the town of Apex. Uh, and we rocked along pretty good up until the turn of the century. Uh, we had great industry here. We had the timber industry was booming at that time. And of course, I, I would say that we were one of the leading timber exports in this part of the state, certainly in eastern North Carolina. And then, of course, Apex was known as the biggest distributor of mules in the state. Uh, they came in by the car load. People came to buy them and transported them out. Right here and, in downtown. Yeah, right down in the middle. In other words, they, uh, they were right beside the log pond, <laughs> really. <laughs> and... Uh, and then to tobacco, there was a uh, tobacco clite in, in Virginia, and a lot of the farmers moved down to this area, and tobacco became a big thing. We know we had three tobacco markets in Apex, but I believe we had five. I've seen some evidence that tells me that we had five, which if that was true, then Apex would have been the largest tobacco market in the state. But uh, the tobacco market, uh, the growers and the buyers, they didn't really cooperate with one another. What the buyers wanted to do, rather than auction the tobacco off, was just to buy it outright. And that is not really the way the farmers wanted to do it. And so the buyers moved out of town. Some went to Durham, some went to Fuqua Varina. So we lost our tobacco market here in Apex. That really put a stymie on the town. But other things were uh, progressing very well. We had several big uh, distribution warehouses here. And so uh, Garland C. Norris was one of them. They're still in business today in Apex. And then, of course, we did from World War I through World War II, things were kind of mediocre. And it died down. But then when the resource triangle started out and uh, Carolina Power and Light Company built a nuclear plant. That was in the 60s, right? 1960s? In the 60s. Uh, Apex became another boom town. 
a lot of people who worked at both at the Triangle and at the uh, power plant lived right here in Apex. And we had several buildings downtown that had apartments upstairs. They lived right in downtown Apex. And it caught on and uh, a lot of them stayed here. Then IBM came in. So a lot of people bought houses here. And uh, Apex just became a boom town. And we've progressed a little bit. We're not growing too fast. I think we're growing at the right stage. And the we are even trying as, as far as our tax base. We have the second lowest tax base of all the municipalities in Wake County. And we can be proud of that. Apex has its own electric system. We don't have to depend on Duke Power Company. What we would like to see more, and and I can brag about our economic development, Joanna Helms, who is the director of our economic development for the town of Apex, she is really out seeking people to locate here in Apex. And we right now our base is about uh, 20 industry, 80 residential. We would like to get that to about 70, 30. And she's doing an excellent job of uh, working in that, toward that uh, results so we can be proud of what the town is doing. Uh, some of the things we're looking for for the future of Apex, we're hoping to get the Peakway completed. Uh, we are looking at, and it will be somewhere down the road, hopefully uh, not more than two or three years, a freestanding center for the seniors of Apex so that they can have their own building, their own program. Of course, they do a tremendous job at the community center for seniors. Uh, but that's on the drawing board. Uh, Pleasant Park, uh, which is going to be a new, wonderful park for Apex. So we'll look into the future. And uh, if our population is going to double in 50 years, we're going to be ready for them. Thanks for the history lesson. And for everyone listening at home, all that will be on the test. And thank you again for uh, talking about not only the history of this town, but the future outlook. There's always something new. That's J.C. Knowles, president of the Apex Downtown Business Association, official ambassador for the town of Apex. Thanks for joining us today to kick off this podcast. It was great to see you and hear all the great things happening around town. And we look forward to having you back on soon. And in my closing comment, everything is beautiful. <laughs> this is the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. You can like us on Facebook. Just search for Peak City Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Peak City Podcast. Thank you for listening. Now go out and enjoy the peak of good living. <laughs>